from the moment they check their mail to the moment they click on your site, you are making an impression with your organization's marketing and branding. From the moment someone drives onto your campus or storefront to their first encounter with your team, you are making an impression with your marketing and branding. From the coffee in the lobby to the connection card in their hands, you are making an impression with your branding and marketing. So today, we're going to talk about branding like a pro. You're listening to the Healthy Leadership Solutions Podcast, hosted by Mike Santiago, a podcast all about culture, leadership, and personal development, designed to take you and your organization to the next level. All right, all right. Welcome to the Healthy Leadership Solutions Podcast. My name is Mike Santiago, and I will be your host for today's topic, talking about church branding and marketing. I know that branding and marketing can be a wide topic, a very vague topic, but I want to get down to the nitty-gritty for you today in this podcast, and let's just start at a 30,000-foot view and understanding that a cohesive brand always is birthed out of a healthy culture, and we here at Healthy Leadership Solutions believe that every church and every organization can have a healthy culture, and out of that healthy culture can come a healthy brand. A healthy brand is so important because it is the communication piece that many people see and interact with that you might not ever get a chance to answer. It's already answering questions on your behalf. And the healthier the culture of the organization, the more cohesive the brand is, the clearer the promises that you are making and and all of that. So what is a healthy culture? We talk about this in our uh, Table of Culture course, but healthy cultures can be found Um, by making sure that trends are up to date, attitudes are good, behaviors are in line, language is in place, and environments are are set. But I want to get practical on branding today. Beyond the culture piece, what do I do with my church's branding? How do I do this? What is the best way for me to start or fix or maintain a healthy brand? And the way that I, I broke this down is two main environments that your brand exists in. Your brand first exists online. There's an online version of you. This is the version of you that normally people will see first. And so the online version of you needs to be uh, ready. It needs to be clear. It needs to be creative. And it needs to be clean. Then there's the on-site or in-person version of you. There's the online version and the on-site version. Your brand exists in these two environments. And both of those environments are so important and so critical. So if you said, uh, Mike, what is the most important piece of branding that I need? I would start online, but I would continue on site and make sure that they both line up. Branding between these two environments should be cohesive. It needs to be cohesive to the point of where uh, people say, the same thing that I saw online, I was met with in person. The same logo, the same font, the same attitude, the same behavior, the same feel, look, sense, happened online and it's in person. What I saw is what I got, is what you want to answer. And we've talked about this before, but people are asking two main questions when they interact with your brand online. What is it like and will I fit in? People are asking two main questions when they interact with your brand online. They're asking, what is it like and will I fit in? And then everything online should answer those two questions. So it is not a place for announcements that only pertain to people who are insiders, but instead you're answering the question, what is it like and will I fit in? 
You need to make sure that your social media is up to date answering those questions. It is not just internal news or announcements, but instead it is answering those two questions. Here in the organization that I lead, it's a church. It's called Focus Church. We rely heavily on SmugMug. SmugMug is a photo app that helps you organize your photos uh, in different categories, and this helps us push out that content to the right audiences. So if we need our volunteers to share about an upcoming baptism service or an upcoming party or event, we have categorized all of our photos and graphics into that one central place, and they know to check the SmugMug app for an updated sense of branding and marketing. And I think it's just smugmug.com and you can create an account. Now let's move from our online presence to our on-site presence. I think that that's equally important as our online presence. And the first thing that you have to understand is in the parking lot. The parking lot says so much about you. Are there banners, flags, and signs that have the same logo and the same language that they saw online. That way they can associate what they just Google searched or what they saw online with uh, where they're at in person. I think the online and the on-site need to line up almost identically. Also, uh, right from the parking lot straight into the lobby, does the lobby reflect the same language, font, uh, color choice as the rest? You don't want a lobby that's not connected to your website. The way that I, I look at it is is the lobby is a continuation of our website. I don't want the two to look separate. I want the two to look exactly the same. So I want to make sure the picture quality on my website is reflective of the environment's quality in my lobby. I want to make sure that they're both online and on-site match up. Then we move on from the lobby to kids. I think the kids ministry is one of the most critical com- components for, for church business, for church world. And just making sure that those environments are clean, safe, and fun, that the volunteers that are working there are easy to identify, that the, that the people working behind the check-in counter or whatever system you use, that it feels safe, it feels clean, it feels inviting, and it feels very fun. Don't use a photo on your website of kids having fun if they're not actually going to have fun on Sunday when they interact. And then moving from the parking lot to the lobby to the kids' ministry, then to what's on the screen. Do the slides pre-service match the website? Do the slides pre-service match match the look and feel of the service? Are they engaging? Are they creative with how they're worded? And I think that the screens say a lot. Pre-service slides are usually only viewed by first-time guests because they are never, they're late. Only regular people show up to church late. First-time guests usually show up to church early. And so do not diminish or devalue the importance of having clear and creative pre-service screens. Moving on from the screens, then you have to look at your printed material. Is your printed material lining up with um, all that they saw online? Is the font, color, and, and creativity of your printed items the same font, color, and creative level as your website? And you just want to make sure that all of these areas are cohesive. It's important that you audit your organization and walk through the parking lot and say, man, that just doesn't line up with who we are. That doesn't line up with what we said we would do. Uh, and, and, and walk through your ministry environments and make sure that people are, are getting a sense of who you are online. And then that sense, that promise that you made online is being fulfilled when they arrive onto your property. Here are three uh, quick steps in creating a co- cohesive brand. Uh, first of all, centralize the creative process. Man, gather everyone on the ministry team together, gather, gather everyone in your staff together, and make sure that the creative process is centralized, that 
No one is going rogue. No one is, is creating a brand for themselves, a brand within the brand, but instead that everyone knows that this goes through uh, the proper channels. We've centralized the logo. We've centralized the ministries. We've centralized our staff to where they understand these are the parameters of our brand. And instead of allowing someone to create a brand of them for themselves, we make sure that that's a centralized process. Number two is we, we create uh, creative parameters with documentation. So we want to make sure that the, the logo guide and the branding guide is available for people to see it. Do not, you know, resize our logo to this size or do not change our logo to this color. If we don't have that documented somewhere, someone's going to go rogue and start their own thing and, and think that it's cool and creative and they want to use papyrus, but here we don't use papyrus. Why? Because you haven't documented the creative pr parameters, but we document the creative parameters. We have a logo guide. We make sure that people follow that guide, the font choice that they use, the color choice that they use. It is so important that, they, that you not only centralize the creative process, but you document the creative parameters. And we use that with our church color guide and our logo guidelines. And then um, you also want to make sure that you allow people the, the structure as to when we make big changes. We don't just make big changes on any given Sunday, but we time out our changes. So if we're going to make a, a branding change, if we're going to make a language change, if we're going to make a logo change, if we're going to introduce a new initiative or a new ministry or a new program or a new product, you want to make sure that that's timed correctly. You want to time the delivery sequence whenever you make a big change. I, I suggest making a big change during a big weekend, making it big, make it, making it pronounced. Get get more for your money when it comes to making a big change instead of just making it random at a random time pick a specific weekend and have that the launch weekend of this new initiative or the launch weekend of this new logo or new look or new feel have the t-shirts ready the the bumper stickers ready have everything ready as you go into this into this new brand and this new uh, era and this new season it's important that you do that so i hope that this helps you brand like a pro just to reiterate really quickly, three steps to creating a cohesive brand is number one is to centralize the creative process. Number two is to document the creative parameters. What can I do and what can't I do as a team member? And then step three is make sure that you that you uh, pace the delivery sequence. Pick a good date to, to relaunch something or to change something big. Don't just do it randomly, but pick a date where everyone's going to be there. I trust that this helped you understand uh, a little bit more about creating a cohesive brand throughout your church. And uh, this has been just a joy to be able to spend some time with you today. I'll see you in the next episode. As we wrap up today's episode, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Healthy Leadership Solutions. This has been the Healthy Leadership Solutions Podcast with Mike Santiago. Thanks so much for tuning in.